0: What is up, Mets fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Mets Up podcast. I'm doing the intro just because we're changing things up. And the Mets did end this great Subway series on a win. We're going to talk about everything that happened in both games of the series, as well as the vibe around the stadium, just the vibe amongst ourselves, other fans, we <laughs> were going on the last couple of days. But before we start, you know where to find us, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at Up M-E-T-S-D-U-P. And now, going to bring in Mark, because that was a, it was a really... Really emotional
1: couple of days here. It's a roller coaster of emotion. I mean, just back and forth baseball for good and for bad reasons here and there. I mean, the Subway series didn't have Aaron Judge and that Pete Alonzo, but there is so much to talk about in just these two games. Like, normally the two game series are pretty quick episodes. We're going to make this one a little bit quicker because John and Vito here and Brian, everybody wants to get home. It's 11.45 at night. Starting. Starting at 11.45 uh, because for some reason, the Mets refuse to play quick baseball games, or, even with a 30-minute delay. Or normal baseball games. Yeah, normal. Whatever it is, always keep it interesting, and that's exactly what happened in this series. Game one, game two, a lot of things going on, so much to talk about. I mean, I will say like the energy at the stadium was, was pretty good. Granted, it was a lot of Yankees fans, yeah. a lot of Yankees fans at these games. But like the Mets fans, when they got our ch- when we got our chances to rally a little bit as a, as a fan base, we did come out. No matter what, the Subway Series
0: is this like immaculate New York City event. You just see groups of friends like split Mets and Yankees. You see a lot of split couples, Mets yeah. and Yankees. You see a lot of Yankee fans infiltrate. You see a lot of Mets fans fight back. It's really just it's kind of like it's kind of like the way like St. Patrick's Day is for like part yeah, of the years. it's yeah, yeah, yeah. like no matter what everyone's going out on St. Patrick's Day. Like, if you're even, like, a casual baseball fan in New York, everyone's showing up for the Subway Series. Everyone wants to get here. Everyone wants to have a good time. Everyone wants to make, kind of, make their mark. And even just being at the ballpark on Tuesday, what time we get here? Like, 3 o'clock in the
1: afternoon? It's a long day Tuesday. Like, yeah. you could
0: already kind of feel the vibes in the stadium. There, uh, The TBS crew was here. MLB Network people were here. There's a lot, a lot of talking heads on the field. A lot of handshaking. A lot of nice people we
1: met. Just, everything is, feels like it's a little more magnified for the Subway Series. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's the... Super Bowl of B- Mets B- or uh, New York baseball, I should say like, like you said, all the casuals and stuff come out to watch. S- you see friends, you see family that you don't see yeah, often. Like yeah. saw a couple guys I played baseball with in high school, that I was friends with that I haven't seen in three or four years. Saw my cousin, shout out Matt. Yeah, so like you just everyone comes out. Like you said, the energy is always here from the start. Might as well start off with game one here. Let's let's talk about the loss first because let's yeah. let's end it on a high note because we got a lot to talk about with game two and a lot of fun stuff. Game one though. I mean, I feel like the the story here was that Scherzer was just not sharp again. And he even admitted it himself towards the end or after the game, talked about his slider was not good. He did not feel great on the mound. He has to be better. And I mean, as poorly as he did pitch, you do tip your cap a little bit when the guys who aren't playing well do go right in front of the media. They answer all the questions. They talk through it. Even Lindor after the game. I mean, the guy looked like just shattered, mm-hmm. honestly. And they go and answer all their questions. Like that's that's a tough part of the job.
0: Yeah it is. New York the accountability is really refreshing. It's great to see. Not like not refreshing like you don't expect it, but refreshing yeah. in the fact that it's it's consistent and these guys aren't like shying away from what's going on. But it was very frustrating with Scherzer given given a five runs, a four run lead, and the yeah. like that was by the end of the third inning. To then let the bomb of the Yankee Order give it right back. It was pretty dejecting to have like DJ LeMahieu, Isaiah Keener Falefa, Jake Bowers, Kyle Higashioka. Like they weren't the, the LeMahieu one, that was a home run, sure, on a hanging slider. But Volpe. Like, yeah, Volpe. God. Mm-hmm. Volpe, the story about Volpe on his off the eating chicken apartment, hanging out with his AAA friends, like fixing his swing. Like what, what's going on with the Yankees internally that has to happen <laughs> for him, for Anthony Volpe to fix his swing? But very frustrating to watch the bomb of the Yankee Order. Make that move and do that. And you kind of and you heard Scherzer talk about struggling to find the feel of his slider after the game. And you do look at the stats this year. We broke this down a little bit early in the year yeah. when Scherzer was struggling more. He's had a pretty good stretch of pitching now, but this was another reminder that he still isn't really all the way to the max Scherzer was in two thousand twenty two. And you look at some of the stats on this slider as compared to last year. After the two home runs hit by Yankees on
1: Slithers on Tuesday, Scherzer's given up five home runs on a slider this year. Yeah. Last year, you gave up zero home runs on a slider. Yeah, when you told me that, that was like, you asked me, you're like, how many last year? I'm like, I don't know, like maybe three probably? And you're like, zero. I was like, man, that is a stark difference from what's going on.
0: Yeah, zero. Hitters are hitting over 300 and a slider last year. This is not a batting average podcast, but no. that is a number that will get your attention, especially when last year you only hit 180. They're slugging 652, the 348 ISO, like the Keters okay, are 410 woba versus a 184 woba last year. And then you look at the pitch metrics itself, and he's getting a couple less inches of drop on that slider, which is probably a little bit concerning. Flatten out, yeah. yeah it's just, the velocity is down a little bit across the board, but that probably also comes from his uneven like you know, ramp up this year between the spring training, the early injury, and then the suspension. It's a lot of just a lot of weird things going on with that slider, Shores right now. We hope he can find the feel of it and get it back because the whiff rate's down. Swing strike rate is down. It's all it's all down. It's all down. That slider hitters are swearing it up better. His fastball, even though the velocity, like I said, is down a little bit, is still the pitch leading the way for him. Yeah, is getting the most whiffs. And even with that less velocity, it basically has the same batted ball stats as of last year. Similar woba, similar expected stats. That isn't really the issue. But look, like it, it it this this whole thing the way it went down Tuesday, kind of kind of put us in a bit of a bad spot. Yeah, feeling
1: uh, wise, it. The, the life got sucked out of the stadium. Yeah. I mean, like, we were vibing, we were hanging out, it was like everything was feeling good, and then all of a sudden you're like, uh-oh, mm-hmm. oh no, oh no, it's happening. And then it happened, and it was like, I mean, just... There's something about Let's Go Yankees that really just grinds my gears. So it's two syllables. It's The, the two syllables really boom. They really boom throughout the stadium, and the way the Yankees fans cheer and stuff, it just... It gets me so mad, like even tonight when they were up for a little bit, we were hanging out in right field and just hearing the conversations that the Yankee fans have like they to talk about like they're a fan base that wins for a team that's supposedly done it often wins all the time. They sure don't act like it. Well, they we sure had,
0: don't. We had the Yankee fan tonight tell us that, like he said, we've been irrelevant for about 10 years now. We understand that the Astros are our dad. Like that was pretty comforting that was cool. to hear from a Yankee yes. fan here and admit that. He so, was a good dude. Very cool that that Yankee fan said that. Happy to broadcast that in this podcast. But we also did wind up in that same section, that did have a lot of Yankee fans out in right field the last few days, a spot that we like to stand during games because usually a good standing room vibe. But yeah. I guess just a lot of these Yankee fans were in standing room, and there were a lot of really annoying ones because one of our favorite words in this podcast Yankee fans are truly the epitome of animal. Animal. It's ridiculous the way they talk, act, dress, man- maneuver themselves. It's 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 unbelievable to watch these people exist. Like, <laughs> I can't even believe that they're going to work the next day. I have a
2: question for you guys. What's up, John? Who is the most annoying Yankee fan in your life? Oh uh, well, uh, I was gonna get to that. I was gonna wait. Like, if like you had per-
1: a personal life, or are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, no, personal a life. Personal not life. like
2: a, not a Twitter person, like personal okay. like that. You know that you want to shout out and look in the camera be like, "It's you."
1: I'm gonna it, let
0: you take that first. I gotta think. My one is definitely my uncle Frankie, my dad's brother. He's the one whose daughter was married over the weekend. He Mazel is. Tov. He is. He's the <laughs> epitome. Of just the annoying Yankee fan loves talking about the past, the way baseball is supposed to be played, the way that the franchises are held to different standards. It's he never stops. It's ridiculous. He expects excellence. <sighs> he he lives and dies in every Yankee regular season game, too. It's really, it's really, really ridiculous. You gotta stop talking to real. your
3: uncles, and I've told you this before. He did.
0: He has said you yeah. have to stop talking to him. Oh, I love my uncle Frankie though. He's a real, he's I a real it, baseball head. But
3: I've I've heard your conversations. It seems <laughs> like he's a stressful guy.
0: He he is a stressful guy, but he he I have heard the thing is I have two uncles. He is much, much more more tame the other one is completely offish he's off off the rocker he's nuts (laughs) he's got one lazy eye too shout out lou he usually listens he's a great uncle he's one of the most brilliant baseball minds i've ever talked about but then he gets into like his mode
3: you ever watch viva la bam
0: yes but not super super specifically do
3: you remember don Vito from viva la bam is it those vibes (laughs) is it those vibes like the lazy eye
0: (laughs) (laughs) he's more of like he's more of like a savant that like Lacks a lot of the social cues and awareness. He's gonna listen to this, so he knows. So I, mean, John. I, I, I I yeah, it's not like John. Yankee John. He's a lot like Yankee age John. Every I, fan I, I base love both. Needs them. One, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love Lou and Frankie, but Frankie I actually convinced him over the weekend because he's like super anti all the advanced stats and analytics and stuff. I convinced him about how good barrels is as a stat. And he took it. Nice. He was like, Oh, that's he's like, That that seems really meaningful. I'm gonna keep an eye on that one he's going a forward. What he's a sponge. He, he's, he, he wants he wants to take in what should be taken in. That he's feels really like, reluctant.
3: That feels like when I got my mom to start eating grapes. Like, I slowly <laughs> pushed them on her, and then one day she started I'm eating sorry. them, and I was like...
1: Your mom wasn't eating grapes?
3: My mom wasn't eating any fruit. Then one day I left a, a bowl of grapes in front of her, and she started eating it. And me and Allah, my fiancé, were just like, let's not acknowledge yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, you're like, Oops. quiet. you're you like? Shh. Green or red? Uh, green cotton candy grapes. Jumps oh, right, so right to the heart. Those stuff. are great entry level grapes. Because
1: it's candy. It's
0: great entry level. Entry level fruit. Introductory
3: in grapes.
1: sugar grapes. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, who's the most knowing Yankee fan in your life? Wow, that's a really. I don't really surround myself with many Yankee fans. In you my gotta have one. Life. No, I mean Yankee fans have a complex. If you have too many Yankee fans around you. You're not a Yankee fan. You're really aware of Like it. the the guys that I'm friends with that are Yankee fans are not annoying Yankee fans. Like my boy Bengal. Madden YouTuber, some people who are listening to this might not know. The, apparently, people say we look alike and that we're brothers, which is crazy. I don't think you look like at all. Yeah, you know, it's nuts. And we sound alike. He's I don't even want to say he's annoying because he's not like Well, because
0: he he's like he's a he's smart,
1: he's smart, smart guy. guy. He's yeah. a smart guy, man. He's not
0: like, bro, 27 rings. Like those are the Yankee fans where it's like you guys gotta stop. Like one Yankee <sighs> fan was trying to get I gotta like, look at my phone. Insane chance going today in the outfield. We literally had to leave the standing room section because they were being just so ridiculous. It was it was it was very weird vibes. But.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm like scrolling through my phone. There's just I really don't surround scrolling myself. Scroll
0: through your phone? Oh yeah, scroll through the recent texts. Yeah, and like who's that's in your what life? I'm it, it's like yeah, who's
2: chirping me? That is a good way of doing it because they they were flowing tonight. I got a shout out. My father-in-law, who mm. I told him I was gonna anoint him with this. Although my brother-in-law, I married. A family of Yankee fans, I guess, whatever. Um, he claims that my daughter's gonna be a Yankee fan, which John that, that honestly cannot, grinds my gears. You can't let that yeah. happen. Like John. that actually, I'm like Gary, it's it, it wasn't funny the first time. Please yeah, just no. don't no say his name, there. don't
3: dox him. It's fine. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, say first say first okay. okay. Gary's a popular <laughs> guy. Yeah,
2: Gary's Gary, Gary the Snail, a lot of Gary's out there. Um <laughs> but yeah, he's what just he? and like he does it in this subtle way. You know, he's a smart guy too. So he tries to, you know what he does? He pretends like he likes the Mets when they're not playing the Yankees. Mm, like he's, he's kind of, knows. he wants to the see worst. good things yeah, happen. The true. second a bad thing happens, he, the next thing you know, bang, text message. That's
0: the funniest part about the modern Yankee fan. <laughs> John
1: had to get a curse. John curses every episode. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let's, let's, let's shun him real quick. Shall yeah. we shun him right now? Yeah. Is it time to shun him? Shun. shun. Everyone <laughs> else, put on their hats. John Everybody, doesn't have one. Put on your he hats, doesn't get guys. one. Sean, John. That's fine. Where's the logo?
3: Nothing for John. Logos in the front. These are available this Sunday, Father's Day. Uh. Uh, Fans get a hat at the ballpark. And it's a great hat. Bucket hat day this Sunday, Father's Day versus the Cardinals. Yes. Beautiful.
1: I'm not a bucket hat man, but I'll wear one right now to make John feel awkward. John, where's Where's your hat? Where's where's your hat, John?
3: I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I do feel a little
2: bit left out, yeah. but you know, <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry for cursing. That's what you get. But every episode. Look, I was heated. I mean, this is how I feel. Uh, Yankee fans get me heated. This is how I feel. I don't. I don't have Yankee fans in my life.
1: It's because really.
0: Yankee fans act like they don't care about the Mets. That's and what then I'm the, saying. And then the second anything happens with the Mets, they're well, the first they to jump love on to pile it. On. I
1: mean, shall we talk what? about the the one Yankee fan who's been really mouthing off about the Mets recently? Well, we might as well say it. Yeah, Keith McPherson. Oh, yeah. I mean, talk about, have you seen Vito?
3: One name, Keith. That's what I call him these days because he's one name, Keith. One name, Keith.
1: WFN. I mean, you tip your cap there. They said Keith said this. Yeah. And it was Keith McPherson. But But um, for someone who loves to say, and you know what? I'm feeding into it and I don't care. This is content. This is good content. He loves to say how much he doesn't care about the Mets, how much we're irrelevant. He actually,
0: before the Subway Series last year on the radio waves, I believe that he said playing the Mets is like spring training to the Yankees. Yeah.
1: Well, he was out apparently at the game yesterday hanging out with children, and he was amongst seven other people screaming at the seven line, saying stuff like, we can't hear you, and like, Mets fans suck. Like, antagonizing the seven line. And there was like seven of them, and he then posted the clip to Twitter, and it was like, just cringe. It was so, so cringe. Like, I... I know I'm a cringe guy, too. I popped bottles when the Yankees got knocked down in the playoffs. You were in the Yankees playoff hype video. Yeah, I was in a Yankees playoff hype video more than Keith McPherson has been in a Yankees playoff hype video. So, I mean, talk about rent-free. But, I mean, at the end of the day, those kind of Yankee fans that just, like, pretend like we don't exist and then love to talk trash... Like, what is what is your deal? Well, I, I don't mean, get it.
0: It's a function of where the Yankees have kind of gone as a franchise. And we alluded to this in the preview of this series, where they kind of went from being like the big bad bullies on the street, lined full of power hitters, to now they're kind of like they don't even spend the most money. No, I'm saying they're like they're like an East Coast version of like the Brewers or the Guardians <laughs> now, where they try to win on the edges, they get a lot of these like no-name relievers, they cycle through. You, you like you see this batting order for the Yankees. Like they're getting big production out of leadoff hitter Jake Bowers, you know, Isaiah Keener-Falefa, like all these guys are real scrappy type players. Like that's who the modern Yankees have become. I think Yankee fans are really struggling with that change of identity because a lot of them when they were growing up, they were coming off the shine from the 90s when they were the best team in baseball about 20, 20, almost 25 years ago now. They were very good back then. And now they're going on a decade of like being basically irrelevant and not... You you guys know, I'll ask a trivia question to the team right now. Hmm. Do you guys know the last time the New York Yankees franchise won a playoff series
2: against a team. Oh yeah, you gave me this one.
0: That was not
2: from the AL Central. I not can't the answer it. Um, was it 2000? Let's see. A play. What last yeah. time? you've Yankees- asked this last year. Yeah, I, I and know the, the answer has not changed. Damn it! Yeah. I know.
3: Okay, picture this: It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: 2000, they beat the the Mariners in the ALCS in 2000.
0: It was yeah. It was after two thousand.
2: Should okay. I say it? No, don't say okay. it. Give John a sec. Don't say it.
1: Good podcasting I Take his hat <laughs> off. I'm sweating. Yeah.
3: Well, <laughs> while he guesses, I'm just gonna while he gets his answer together. I'm gonna say real quick. My Yankee fan of my life. One. I have two best men. My one of my best men is a Mets fan who I had season tickets with. The other one is a Yankees fan. Wow okay. Oh nine Angels.
0: No, that was the second to last one. The last one was actually two, 2010. No, 2012. Against, oh, against
1: the Ta- Orioles. Mm, that's right. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, they beat the Oakland A's in the wild card. card. Series. Okay. series, series, series.
2: Yeah.
3: And I just want to say on. this about this friend real quick. He's never admitted to this. He refuses to acknowledge this to many people. F- big Yankees fan. He had a Mets Sunday ticket plan in 2015. Whoa. Because you know he, he just wanted to go to games, and I was like, just get a plan you know with a, me. It's just you fun. know what
1: a Mets fan would never be caught dead doing? I would never. Never. I'd never. Have a Yankees And do
3: you know point. what it felt like in 2015 when they were going on that run, and he thought he caused it?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful.
0: I I don't, I don't think I would ever, like, willingly go to the Yankee stadium. Like, I would never pay my own money to go to the
1: Yankee stadium. No. No. Pay? No. No. I'm a, I, For free, I'll go all I back, went once. Sure.
3: I went once. Two years ago, I went to see Otani, and it was the game where That's it was really hot. Well, it was the rain, delay Is that the rain delay game where he, got, he got, got really crushed? hot. He got crushed, mm. and he left in like the it's second like, inning. I think it was the first. First inning. Yeah, yeah, the, the first. I think it was yeah. two outs.
2: And then Chapman gave up the grand slam to Jared Walsh, right? Yeah, yeah. That was that was about, like a hot, humid, sticky day.
0: That was
3: when the the day before was when the player threw up, and then Kevin Durant <laughs> went. That guy threw <laughs> up. Wasn't that Dylan Bundy?
2: It was Dylan
1: Bundy.
3: Yeah, 2021. Kevin Durant going. That guy threw up.
2: <laughs> that was funny.
0: But yeah, I don't even oh. remember where we were. I mean Tuesday Tangents. night Tuesday night it was cool if the Mets did like rally back. Luis Giorma had a big single to tie the game. But then we just yeah, we couldn't. That was that was that was it. And Yankees manufactured a rally after that. Donaldson had a sacrifice fly after Brandon would drop the fly ball, which is something that just never ever ever, Although, ever happens. Like
1: you said, Mike Petriello talked about it afterwards. Like it was actually like a very, very difficult ball. It took the f- it took uh whatchamacallit. Like, it was like a 35% it a thir- catch.
0: 35% catch probability, and Brandon Mo had a near-perfect jump and route. So the way, as good as he was in the pre-play, it made it much easier than it actually looked, but it's still a ball that like it hits, hit him in the glove. Yeah, no, 100%. And if he make he makes that play, like, the game is probably completely different. And then we had a little rallies a couple after that, and then just some strikeouts, Lindor and Marte, and they're, Lindor's very contrite, as we mentioned about it, after yep. the game, yeah. And I mean, we saw
1: Lindor... He, sh- he changed it up. He did shaved his head. Really, yeah. Got the clean haircut. He's calling it the Edgar, which I think you guys said is named after who?
3: Is it after Edgar the
1: Edgar Suero, Yeah, yeah. It's...
3: The the team uh, the team travel. Yes, yep.
1: That's what everyone was saying. I don't know yeah. who he was, so I wanted to get it from you guys because you guys seem to. He know. does
3: have a similar haircut. Yeah, so that yeah, does so make got sense. The Edgar.
1: Yeah, shaved it down, real real tight now. Skin fade, and he get a get good a nice... summer cut. It's a it good, good really summer good, good cut. summer you cut. Got a, you gotta got cool off.
0: Good 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 new dad cut too. Yes.
2: Yeah. I'd I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. So.
0: I mean, you, you're like 95% of the way there.
3: You're not gonna give up the hawk when the baby comes in.
0: <laughs> Hell no. Well, I mean, John, if you if you had braids, would you give them up for the baby? If I had braids, would I give them up for the baby? Yeah. It's an easy answer.
2: Yes. 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 Yeah. Perfect. There Good you job, go. John. Good answer, John. Father of the year. <laughs> He's <laughs> learning. He's learning. But looks <laughs> like Lindor also Never was held one
0: before. <laughs> <laughs> looks like Lindor was a little quicker to the ball on Wednesday night as well. He hit that nice double early that spurned a little bit of a rally. But I'm sweating in here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean it's, it's, it's hot. In I don't here. think it's any different at all. I'm like, like wearing it's, an extra layer. I'm, I'm not sweating. hot. Sweating.
1: I don't know, man. You got. To, I'm going through it. Yeah,
0: focus up. But I don't know, we, <laughs> <laughs> we we were going through honestly Tuesday after the game. Mark and I went out with a couple of our friends. Take it. Shout out, to I War the Nym, friend of the program. He uh, we we went to the we went to a bowling alley and we just we just we just threw balls of pins for hours. The gutter? The gutter? Yeah. We we we, we bowled
1: until almost two o'clock in the morning. Nice. I honestly feel like my hangover hitting me now. I, that could be possible. It might be like getting hit 24 hours later. Yeah. Oh which look, John.
2: Is... Wow. Why are you wearing a hat? That's so weird. I wanted
3: to feel included. We all included, took our hats off. No
1: one else wearing a hat. Now you're, you're, now you're the hat. only one not wearing a hat. Well, whatever. Yeah. Well, Vito is. Wearing I have a hat, but it's like a different hat. A yeah. We
3: all took our hats off. You do look adorable, though. <laughs> and if you <laughs> want that hat, you could get it on Sunday at the Father's Day game, like new Father John.
1: <laughs> there you go. I don't
3: yeah. think I'm gonna. I don't think by then I will be. You don't think.
2: I mean, I don't know, you know. Yeah, We, we make know. plans and God laughs. laughs.
1: All right,
0: whatever. Let's talk about this yeah, game. M- moving on moving on to Wednesday's game. It was definitely like a bit of a, probably like an eerie feeling heading to the ballpark. Yeah. I, I had a, like a long day. I played a lot of pickleball this morning. Beautiful courts also by the Brooklyn Bridge. Gorgeous. Overlooking the city. It the was-
3: man-made ones? Uh, there, I like the people I know every every pickleball court man, yeah, man yeah, I don't no, know what I meant by that. Court, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean the uh, the one that like people just showed up and made themselves or like the city made it.
0: There, there's the one on the pier and then there's the one in the Squib Park that's like a little elevated and we did a little bit of each.
3: Okay, because I I've, I've I'm in a Brooklyn pickleball group that talks yeah. about playing at the one that's like built by people under the under the pier.
0: I think they're all built by people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't do this, but yeah.
3: <laughs> built by like, it's not city built. It's not city ordained by the people. This wasn't paid by taxpayers. By this was paid by. I guess at the end of the day, everything's paid by taxpayers. I'll be honest. I don't know the origin of these courts. I'll get that for you
0: later. But I, I had like a moment when I came back because I biked all the way there, bike back. I caught in the rain. Oh, it was good. It was just a long weird day, and like I was, I, I was like too tired to like get ready to hop in the shower, and too early to get ready to come to the ballpark. But I was too sweaty to like go in my bed or even want to go in the couch because it was so muggy, and I was playing pickleball and I biked. And just like laid down on my floor because I was like feeling so dejected from like this last like week and a half of Mets baseball, and I I like fell asleep on my floor. I took like an hour nap oh, no. on the floor of my room, just yeah. like a, a sad nap on on my ground. Last night's game hurt me. It did. It, it really hurt, hurt me.
1: Like I just it made me feel different, and I was come to the stadium and I was I'll, I'll be honest, I was a little I was a little negative. I was a little sad. I did not feel great. I was down, and I was like I need a Mets win. I yeah. need a Mets win badly today, just for my for my mental state. I tweeted out. For my sanity, I need a Mets win. Dramatic, Mark. Yeah, I was being very dramatic. Luckily, Justin Verlander did bear down for us. He had a wasn't a, one of his best starts, but he gave us what we need. Started off a little bit rough, but six innings, six Ks, three hits, one earned. That's, that was a uh, yeah. very veteran performance. And it
0: was cool, because Verlander was at about 40 pitchers through two innings. It took him almost 20 to get through the first inning in a one-two-three inning, which is very bizarre. Strange to see. and seeing the way the bullpen was taxed the day before and even seeing that this game maybe wound up in extra innings the way it was worked today yeah. he found a way to be efficient moving through his stuff through like this yankees lineup over and over again and it was really cool to see because at the time garrett cole was throwing a no-no on the other side of him yeah. i think it was through it was through four innings so we, like, were,
1: we went to right field and we were just out loud wow it's crazy garrett cole is not giving up a hit yeah no yet, hits for the mets though. francisco indoor bang the yes. double off the wall which was great you were talking about Francisco changing up the swing a little bit. We didn't get to see as much in the stadium, but apparently on TV it was a lot more prominent. What was he? I think he was more upright.
0: Mm-hmm. Apparently, also from the left side, where we know he's had more struggles this year. But also, another note on Verlander. See, we we, we talked about it last episode, and I mentioned Lance Brosdowski talked about it too the fact that the shape on his fastball is a little bit flatter this year. Yeah. So, having a little bit more drop, it has less of that rising action. It's just a little bit less optimal, especially now that he's throwing that between 94 and 96 rather than Vintage Verlander throwing it between 97 and 99. And he did make a huge adjustment in this game because it still was that same flat shape he's been struggling with this year to combat that. He threw more sliders than fastballs. And Justin Verlander had only done that three other times his entire career before tonight. He did it on September 16th of last year twice in 2019, and never his entire career before 2019. Okay, so and he made yeah. an adjustment. And that was a huge adjustment for him because he was able to use it, hide that fastball a little more, and the slider was getting lots, lots of swings and misses, and the curveball looked very good playing off them as well. So really good adjustment by Justin Verlander, probably also by the Mets staff. Shout out to everybody out there for making that yes. move. Because it was it was
1: meaningful and it happened It helped fuel this really good outing. And we talked about how the Astros have owned the Yankees. So has Justin Verlander? Of Justin course. Verlander is their daddy?
0: Yeah, it was probably just a lot of comfort for Verlander too, facing a team that he's so used to defeating.
1: Yeah, so so used to knocking out of the playoffs, yeah. the postseason, making sure that they don't you know continue on with their. They love to finish in like sixth place. No, I mean again, I, I, they yeah. love to be like the sixth best team in the American League. Yeah, I haven't beaten a, a, a team not from the AL Central in a playoff series in a decade. Yeah, no, they haven't done it. It's which. Rough. We needed that. We needed that on the pitching side. It was good to see Verlander do that, like you said. And also offense. I mean, granted, it did take some time for them to get it going, and it's not like they put up a ton yeah, of runs. It's still only four runs. Yeah, I mean, you went up against Garrett Cole. Yeah. I love to besmirch the Yankees. Garrett Cole's is really good.
0: No, I mean, I think Garrett Cole is probably, in some roundabout way, has become one of the most underrated players in all of baseball. For sure. Yankee fans bemoan him on a regular basis, and every single year, he gives between 200 and 230 innings. He's getting—he's, like, running like— 35% strikeout rates, like 26 percent strikeout minus walk rates. He's consistently basically like a top three pitcher as a floor in baseball. And Yankee fans, for some reason, he has he has failed in the playoffs many yes. times. I think that is something not a big fans game holds near and dear. We know that, especially that game against the Red Sox 2021. That was just so, that was awesome. so sweet to watch. Were but you, the things that he does, especially in the regular season,
1: are are Herculean every single year. So you you know, you you're facing Garrett Cole, you're not really expecting to go. Have a big day at the ballpark. No, but it was good to see lindor put that ball there. It was good to see Tommy Fam put one as well oh, off yeah. the wall. Big time Tommy. I mean, we gotta we gotta talk about one big time Tommy was at the game. Yeah. Heartbreaking he's a Yankee fan. Although that I mean, was it predictable. It's very yeah. predictable. Come on, yeah. Heartbreaking, though. Heartbreaking to see him root for the other team. I mean, that that's the old school way. That is OS for life. <laughs> I mean, big time Tommy had a good series for the boys. Big time too. Tommy
0: had a good series. Tommy Fam had three more hard-hit balls on Wednesday. The guy is just He's just really ripping the cover off the ball. have to shout out myself and Mike Petriello for calling him next factor in the offseason. Yes. Both of us were, said that and it's happened to come a little bit true. Is that the point now where the whole month of April, every time Tommy Fam got out in a big spot, I was getting tweets like, I can't believe you said this guy was going to be good. We have yeah. to get him off team right now. Now every single time he does something good, people are like, we love Tommy Fam, Big time Tommy for life. And since May 28th, there's courtesy of John, 12 games for Tommy Fam. He has a 342, 395, 789 slash line. That 789 slugging percentage is the third best in all of
2: baseball during that span. That's the old school way. Corbin, Kyle, Shohei Otani are one, So two. the MVPs.
0: Yeah, the two, <laughs> the two
1: MVPs and then Tommy Pham. Corbin Carroll's so good. Yeah, so show. You if you're gonna it. if you're gonna mention Corbin Carroll, I'm just gonna tell you how good he is. He's so good. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Shout, shout out to, my fantasy team. Shout out
0: my boy Dalton. Came from Arizona. He was at the game yesterday. A lot of he, shout outs this yeah, episode.
1: Yeah, we we have we have a lot of the boys in town this week. I mean, Dalton
0: was I uh, used to work with him at my old job. No no free ads for them because oh. they, they don't deserve it. No. And um, he came to a Subway Series game last year. The first time he hung out in New York, he the vibe was so electric. This year, he literally planned a whole trip to New York around the Subway Series.
1: That's that's a big tip of the cap.
0: It is, yeah. And then we, he had a great day
1: bowling as well. That door scared me. And Brian <laughs> Scary too. Door. I've never seen you move like that back there. you normally normally gets a nice little little nap in while we're we're going. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then as we're talking about the offense, we have to shout out Mark Vientos, one of John's favorite players in the world. He had a hundred fourteen point nine mile per hour single off of Garrett Cole. Turned, smoked it. Turned around a fastball too. And we have talked about Mark Vientos. If he does have a hole in his game right now with his
1: struggling with velocity, he, he turned it around hardest hit ball by a Met this season. Hundred percent, and Mark Vientos, when he hits the ball, has been hitting it hard. John, uh, scoreboard man over yeah, here, going, going a little uh, Mets Twitter viral because he put up like who had the highest average exit velos over a certain amount of time or whatever it was. I'll get it exactly yeah, right it here, up. yeah, because uh, it was tweeted by friend it, of by the by
0: podcast. It. Yeah, friend of the podcast, Tim Healy Tim tweeted Healy. it out. Where it, he might have taken it down because I don't see it. No, Healy. I didn't take
1: it down. No, it's right there. Just y- click the picture. Oh yeah, right yeah. Click the picture. So,
0: yeah, courtesy of John right here. The highest average exit velocity for any hitter in the National League with a minimum of 35 plate appearances. Ellie De La Cruz, Ronald Acuna Jr., Mark Vientos, Matt Olson, And that was before the single. Yes, that was the so, It was. So was foreshadowing yeah, is what so, it was. Exactly. He, he might have taken so over. He might have jumped up because he only has like probably, what, like 10 battered balls? Yeah, 15. something like that, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Mark Fiantos right now might have the highest average exit velocity for any player in the National League. It's cool. It's yeah, cool stat. yeah, it is
2: really
1: cool. It's a cool stat. Hitting the ball hard is really good. Love when he's in the lineup. Love to see him there. Love and there are a lot of people that
2: responded to that that were like, oh, who cares? Exit velocity is overrated. I don't exit get, velocity is
1: not overrated. I mean, like,
2: I'm not gonna get into it with these people online. Of course not. But like hitting the ball hard is the name of the game. The more you do it, it's all about the process, folks. That's it. Mark Fiantos, the process is good.
3: When did you when did you see the replies to that tweet?
2: After it went up. Should be working, but John. You
3: came in here and then yeah. they brought up the tweet to you yeah. and you acted like you hadn't seen it yet. Good point. Oh, oh, I saw it. I think I retweeted him. it. But you came in here he and they said, We like have to he talk did, about yeah. the tweet. You said, What like, tweet are you talking really? about? And then they had to say, Timmy, no, no, no.
2: Well, there were two. Another, another writer oh, yeah. took a picture and wrote LOL. He, said, yeah. he
3: did say the Disha. Oh, okay. Yeah, well,
2: okay. We can't. No, that's fine. Nobody got
1: Disha just great. Yeah. yeah, we've always been incredible. reporter. there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she was yeah. always she was a part of the list of the people that we said were good. Yeah, I think yeah. sorry,
2: John. It was I'm sorry. To, yeah, I think it was the sample size that you know. But the thing is, I'm just trying to put out there that even though he doesn't get regular plate appearances. When he does... He hits the ball hard. He hits the ball hard. He hits it far, too. We talked about a couple episodes ago. Yeah. His average fly ball distance it is nuts. We,
0: the Mets also hit this series an ungodly amount of Yankee Stadium home runs. <laughs> we put the ball to the warning track in right field maybe seven times if, in two games. If this game was in Yankee yep. Stadium, the Mets yeah. win by 20.
1: Yeah. The Mets probably had 14 runs. Yankees still had the same three. Which is crazy. Crazy. Even like... I mean, we'll talk about it later, I guess. But Nimmo's ball, too. We don't no, even have course. to sweat that one. Yeah,
0: but... Just even to get now to the low point, of this game. We got to talk about it.
1: Yeah, uh, the uh, the Yankees stole home, the third ever straight steal of home in the Subway Series, first mm-hmm. ever by Yankees. After a double play that could have been turned by mm-hmm. Jeff McNeil, who made a great turn on a double play with John Carlos Stanton uh, running earlier in the game, but McNeil made a bit of a a, a tough throw. Uh, who was running? Was it IKF? It was IKF. IKF has really good speed. Met killer.
0: It was yeah, and it looked like Mark Vientos probably could have like dove, dove off the base and made a stop, but it was a hard play all around. The Yankees took advantage of it. And then IKF stole second. Bad Francisco, throw. Francisco threw it to center field. He took third. And then Brooks Raley was pitching out of the windup yeah. as a lefty with a man on third. IKF led probably conservatively 55 feet down the line. Yeah, everybody, everybody got and caught sleeping. Yeah, he, he took home very, very easily. And it was like at that point. It, it, it
1: hurt a lot. At that point, we were feeling pretty down. We were out yeah, in I center was, field. I was freaking out. That was like, man, like I think we said to you I was like, we can't just lose. Like we, they we have to
0: lose like this. That was right before the seventh inning stretch and take me out to the ball game was playing in the stadium and it felt dystopian. Yeah. Lazy Mary didn't hit at all. I said no, that tonight. I was like, Lazy Mary's the, not hitting freaking, right now. All the freaking Yankee <laughs> fans were doing it, all the animal.
3: You know what? I do want to say one thing that hit a lot harder tonight than it did night one, and that was the anthem and the fireworks tonight. Hit so much harder. I'm not. I'm not. Is saying that a shot at John? It's not. No. Night one. I don't think it hit. Like I was standing in the dugout during smoke, yeah. and I was like, "Oh man, they didn't go as crazy as they usually do." Well, and the then fireworks tonight, hit because we won. No, I'm talking about the anthem fireworks tonight. Oh, okay. The anthem fireworks tonight for game two. Yeah. The crowd was much more amped up pre-game today than they were yesterday. We were
1: eating. I don't. I don't know what was going on. Yeah. I was. I didn't experience that. It was I cool. Really,
3: it was cool on the on the uh, the win. It was cool.
1: I was. It was. It was. It was.
0: There were little moments before this game today. Yeah, but sure. Garrett Cole in the mound, like Verlander coming off the bad start. Like it was, it was a, it was kind of a scary feel. Yeah, the Mets having lost at the time, it was what ten or eleven games. Like it was, it was, it, it was a little, it was a little eerie. A little, everyone <laughs> felt just a little tight. And then even, even after we're talking about now, there were two really bizarre plays late in this game that I think we probably should address. Yeah, we got to talk about the first being the one when the Mets were on offense, where they had the bases loaded in two outs. Starry Marte, the very clutch single to tie the game that you called. That you did call. literally I said, said he's exactly hit it right where there, in between Volpe and Donaldson, and the kid next to me was like, yeah, but. As that was happening, Vientos, who was actually... He's, he's in, like, the 17th percentile sprint speed. He wasn't sent on a ball that was right in front of him, which I guess makes sense. Two outs, like, maybe be more aggressive. Kind of depends on the coach, the feel, everything. And Nimo kind of figured he was going to go home and took a very large turn, and then he got backpicked yeah. at second base. And it was one of the most razor-thin replay reviews yeah. we've ever we've ever seen. Apparently, in ESPN, they thought he was going to be called safe.
1: Normally. It, they played on the replay board. Everybody was cheering. And normally, I, like... You, I feel like you can get like frame by frame and actually get a right answer. I, I don't know. Like I, to me and you, I was like, I don't think you can actually overturn this one. Like there is no definitive proof that I think Brandon Nimmo got his hand back mm-hmm. in time. We were like one of the few people who were, like I don't think this. Is gonna and because they, they said
0: the play stands, not confirmed.
1: Yes, which is that tells you like, hey, we don't know, but we called him out, so he's still out.
0: There was also a crazy moment like, we just forgot to mention from Tuesday. Yeah, a crazy moment where. Drew Smith was ejected from the game for use of sticky stuff in that was like the seventh inning, whatever. And now yeah. we're going to be without Drew Smith for 10 games because which which he's been one of the better relievers in our bullpen this and year.
1: you're not allowed to fill that spot. Yes. That's the worst part of it. By far the worst part of it. Now the are carrying 12 pitchers. Yes. For a bullpen that's been very used, very taxed. Yes. That's a killer. Yes. And. We
0: are getting a couple more off days next few weeks. We're going to have next few Mondays off, which is a blessing. Nice. And the fact that we're going to get to
1: the All-Star break soon. So And, yeah. and today, when you guys are listening, is an off day, which yeah, is Yeah, two off
0: days this week. Very helpful for this.
2: But
1: it does stink that now we're not going to have Drew Smith for 10 days. Yeah, would have loved to have been ha- able to have that arm or at least use yeah. that arm in some kind of capacity. Yeah.
2: And they're going to Texas, where Drew Smith is from. Oh, they dang. go to Houston.
1: That stinks. That does yeah. stink. Damn. Yeah. Sorry, Drew. Sorry, Drew. Wish you could be there. Wish you could be there. But let's talk about the other weird one.
0: Yeah, now, probably the weirdest one of the whole thing happened on, again, now on Wednesday night, where. Jeff McNeil was called for the second shift violation ever since that rule is new this year. Yes,
2: that's correct. The White Sox are guilty of the first. Yes, of course. Of of course they are. And (laughs) and,
0: and, and Mike Petriello very, very uh, intelligently pointed out the Mets are the first team in the same game to have given up a pure steal of home and have a shift violation. That is true. Which is really, really nice. Can't argue it. Yes. That's That's (laughs) going to go on the Cesar's barbecue thread of random, ridiculous tweets. And um, I tweeted about it just the fact that the rule states that it's at the time of the pitch and it was kind of inconclusive where Jeff McNeil was, yeah. but you guys can take
1: that as you will. Yeah, I don't know. It, it just felt weird. I, to me, it just, it's not in the, the spirit yeah. of the rule, but... The, the Mets did win the most challenges last year. <laughs> That's a true fact. That's a true fact. They did. They were very good at yeah, it. So, I don't know. And luckily, it didn't matter. It was a weird moment. Jeff luckily, got, it didn't matter.
0: Yeah, it didn't matter, thank God, because it took it took that bat from Giancarlo Stanton where he would have been 0-2, and then it became 1-1, and then immediately became 2-1, and that at the moment was really... Enraging because Anthony Volpe was dancing off second base and the Yankees' best set in the lineup was at the plate and it was a tie game and it was a really nervous, tense situation. So, yeah. thankfully, it didn't wind up having any impact on the game, but I think this will be a dialogue that probably will
1: be part of baseball these next few days. Oh, 100%. I mean, it's just, it was super interesting. And again, luckily, it did not matter. It was completely fine. Everything was okay. But it was just like in the ballpark, especially because they, they don't tell you when you're in the ballpark. Yeah. The umpire just does he this. He points, just points and touches his shoulders like it's a 30 second timeout in the NBA. Just a little more communication would be nice from a fan's perspective when you're at the ballpark. On TV, obviously, you know what's going on. And if you guys want
0: a visual of this, I posted a tweet while when this happened of the official rule pl- and the image of Jeff McNeil, where he was during the pitch. So you can check that out if you want. Yeah, James underscore Shiano. James underscore.
3: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
1: Let's go ahead and talk about the rest of the game here because, of course, the Mets did bring it back after they had, you know, that stuff. We talked about the Vientos not being sent. We go to extras. We really, we really owe a big shout out to Dominic Leone. Yeah. And uh, yours truly, you know, I, I like to make bets. I like to make just little friendly wagers that are just like between us or like... Or with yourself. With myself, honestly, a lot of times. You've, you've
0: already given away the name, the naming rights of your first two born yeah. children. Yeah, Patrick
1: and Albert... Yes. Um, ...will be the first two uh, sons of mine, because I will have sons. That's how that's how it works. Just it's like very Ch- controllable. Just like Dwight Schrute. Yeah, just like Dwight Schrute. You got to keep the womb a certain temperature. That's what I think what he said,
0: but... Very hot for the first, I think, 12 hours after the conception. very cold. Very cold for the next nine months. Yes. <laughs> that's
1: how you have a son, in the words of Dwight Schrute. So we've done that. I did a Todd Fraser jersey... Uh, tweet before 2021. 2021 when he hit that big one against the Phillies. Yes. I did a Jason Vargas shout. Yeah. This, uh, this is a Subway Series one as well. So if Jason Vargas got the win at Yankee Stadium back in 2019, I'd buy a Jason Vargas jersey. I have a Jason Vargas jersey. And then we also have the Trevor May jersey from the Chaos game that was in Cincinnati where I was like, I thought I was going to buy an Anthony Banda shirt. Yeah. Because I was like, whoever gets a save for this Mets win – I'll buy the jersey. It was Trevor May. He called me out when I didn't tweet about it the next day. He's mm-hmm. like, where's the jersey? We're friends now, so it's cool. I have to buy a Dominic Leone jersey. I told James. I yeah. said, if Dominic Leone, because he came into the game, and he makes me nervous. I'm not going to lie. I get nervous with Dominic Leone. But in 10th inning, I look at James, and I go, if he gets the win here, I'm a Dominic Leone guy. I Officially, I, I'll, I'll start being a, the biggest fan there is. I'm going to buy a Dominic Leone jersey. And Dominic Leone got the win for the boys. He was shut out. And, I mean, John, you gave me the stat. Go for it. Tell me about how good he's been. He's been great.
2: Well, I had this ready in the control room when he came in, and I said it out loud, you and everyone put it up was on like, John, what are
1: you doing? I got really pissed when you put it on the board. And I texted you guys, yep. and I
2: was like, Johnny oh, Jinx. everyone's going to be mad, and guess what? It didn't, didn't happen to Jinx. Dominic Leone has inherited now nine runners, and not one of them has come around to score, baby. And he's—he, I feel like he hasn't given up a run in a while. Dominic Leone gave good. up gave up two earned runs on June
0: fourth against the Blue Jays, but otherwise, in his last nine appearances, he hasn't given up any. His ERA is under two, wow. go, going back wow. all the way to May twentieth since the since uh, the beginning since the end of the Cleveland series. He's been one of the stays relievers in his bullpen. He has great command right now. His stuff plus reading, as per graphs, so are. Pretty okay across the board. They're they're totally average. He's league average stuff. Better than league average command. He's been a really valuable piece for
1: this bullpen. A really good pull by this Mets team off the off the scrap heap. Happy to be wrong. Yes. Happy to be wrong. Happy to have the Dominic Owned jersey. I've got to be the only people outside of his family that own it, and maybe they don't even have a Dominic owned Mets jersey yet. And interesting because these Mets and Yankees 10th innings married
0: each other because they were both led off by their nine hitters who were prospects that had just been called up. Mm-hmm. Anthony Volpe actually had probably his best series of the year even though this year he's statistically one of the worst players in baseball.
1: You had to sneak that in there. I just had to sneak it in because it's <laughs> he,
0: very true. Statistically he's one of the worst hitters in baseball in terms of batting average, WRC+, plus, on base percentage even by a lot of defensive metrics. Seems like he's not really handling shortstop very well. He's very small for that position. But striking out that first batter in 10th inning is so critical Huge. to keeping that run off the board. And then it did happen to Mark Vientos, Austin Bamba. I think, but shout out the Mets, Brandon Nimmo, baby, Brandon Nimmo, continuing his career year, continuing just becoming. And he jumped on the board
1: early for us too he with did, that yeah. home run. Just that was uh, a Tuesday. on Tuesday, yeah. Just
0: continuing to become, growing to the leadership role in this team. Had a huge... It turned out to actually be ruled a triple because he was really... Was it wrapped. a triple? Oh, they gave him a triple. They gave him a triple. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because Escobar sat because it looked like there was a chance Jake Bowers There was the a chance he was catching because that Jake ball. Because Jake Bowers did make a miracle catch like that in game one on Tuesday. But mm-hmm. thank
1: goodness he looked like a guy who's never played right field before because he doesn't play right field mm-hmm. on that other ball with Nimmo.
0: Yes, but in Escobar, the hustle around there, there was even half a play at the plate, which is kind of funny. Slow but, close. But yeah, Nimmo did make it to third base. Uh, Mark Simon, who is, I believe, the head of Baseball Stats Solution, said, It is the second-ever walk-off triple with a runner already on second base in the history of baseball. The last one was 1926,
2: the Browns versus the White Sox. That's why it can't be a walk-off triple. Like, if you're playing a wiffle ball game in in your backyard and you have enough people, so, like, you do station-to-station ball, exactly. But it got there. I I, I know. It's like the Grand Slam single, sort of. And
0: when it happened in 1926, Mark Simon, who I think he, he actually DM'd me before. He listens to this podcast yeah. sometimes. So I hope he's listening tomorrow because it'd be a really funny shout out. The person who wrote in the newspaper in 1926 said the official score couldn't keep his big heart from bursting through to give the hitter a triple. <laughs> Oscar. Melillo. Most exciting playing baseball. It is. Most exciting playing baseball. Yeah. Brandon Nimmo got one. So that was he's, it. He's and also
2: hitting 345 against lefties now. Aaron deesh. Boone made the change. Also, another terrible ruling. Albert Abreu gets the loss. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's come on now. Yeah. Come on now. You know, what, you know what
1: also is terrible? I'm calling out the meth fans. Brandon Nimmo is 12th on the all star voting for outfielders when the numbers came out. The dude is having an all-star year. Why are we not voting? Why are we letting Atlanta vote in Michael Harris, who stinks this year? I know he's getting hot because the Mets helped him out there. But, I helped him out. Yeah, you did. But why are we not voting for our guys? Brandon Nimmo, out of anybody on this team, deserves to be an all-star 100%. Francisco Alvarez, too. We've been saying it for a while. But vote. Go vote. You get five a day. Use them. Every other team stuffs the box. Why can't Mets fans do it? Like, uh, It's unacceptable.
0: No, it is. It end of the series with a split. Much-needed win by the Mets, and we're kind of now heading into this upcoming weekend series with the Cardinals with a little bit better vibes, the ability to really get back in the win column against an organization that I loathe, despise. I'm yeah. sure you guys all do as of well. Course. I'll hate the Cardinals till the second I die, but before we get there to preview that series, John, we got the results of
2: the estimate. We do. There were 20 total strikeouts by okay. the four pitchers combined, so At James lose. wins again. We don't have whiteboards, right? I think that's six in a row for me. That is six in a row. Mark, you are messing up. I do not have my whiteboards with me. It's all right. It's fine. We'll just um,
3: shout. Well, he, he, God forbid he brought down the whiteboards. Okay, I yeah, mean, I asked John to bring John a, a table and a I asked John to bring down a table and a skirt. A wrist and injury.
2: And I, have a, I have a wrist problem. You got so
3: uh, nasty with me on the phone when I said, can you bring down a table and a skirt?
2: I, Johnny Hollywood's got his own podcast now. He's got his <laughs> right.
0: makeup done. Future of Flushing Podcast. Check it out. His primer.
3: Before we get to estimate...
2: I have a trivia question oh, for yeah, the two yeah. of you. And I want you to, you two to put your heads together. And here's how it's going to work. I'm going to ask you the question. You guys are going to have... It's like the old home run derby rules. If you get five wrong, okay, you lose. Okay, if you okay. can name all of them, you win. And if these two win, they can have me do whatever as long as it doesn't involve cheese. I refuse to eat cheese. Cheese that's, is gross. Don't we're, eat we're, cheese. We're,
1: we're making John... Okay. There's, have two, you thought of there's already? two ways I want to go. I think one... Nine hot dogs, nine innings. I love that. I think is awesome. The I only, want to the only thing I don't like it. about that is that... I would sign that for that. I, I don't we don't want, want to experience it. I know, and I also don't... You can sit we, in the
2: control room and...
0: You can't do that during a game, though. You're not going to be able to give, like, commands. Do like, you, you know how, much, how taxing it is on the mind? You know the nitrates... And also, I don't, I, I, don't want to, I don't want to make John do that with a newborn. That's, because yeah, that's we, fair. We, we really I'll be need, up anyway all night. We really, really, we really need him <laughs> to be contributing to, to the household. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We really do. We need John to pitch in.
2: Fair enough. Okay. So what so, are your thoughts?
0: Well, I mean, we can think of something now. All right. we, we can't
1: think of it now.
0: And he can't have cheese.
2: No cheese. No cheese. Cheese.
1: Pfft. All right, anyway. That would be funny if John had to run like a 5K inside the stadium.
3: He that. loves that. <laughs> he loves that.
1: That's why I was like, he, he likes running.
3: I try to beat my, my previous time. <laughs> what are you going to do next? Make him add up a bunch of numbers? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Make Johnny a salad? <laughs> my three favorite things. Salmon.
0: Oh, we could tell him maybe like no sriracha for a month. I can police cool. on, the, on the honor. That's con. honor, yeah. That's I, I also, I don't really trust what if?
3: How about he has to do laundry for his pregnant wife? That's a really
0: good call. <laughs> she I doesn't that. want
3: that because I'd mess, it, mess up. it up. You know, things yeah. are being shrunken. You, in you, 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 and click,
0: you click three buttons move.
1: That's <laughs> a pro you move click, to say, I'll mess it up. You yeah, I
2: will, will mess it up. Move. Yeah, yeah. All right, give us the trivia. All right, here we go. Ready? So tonight was the 10th walk-off win in Mets history against the Yankees. You guys have to name... You obviously know Brandon Nimmo. You're freebie right there. Okay. Nine other guys with walk off RBIs. The one RBI that won the game, by the okay. way.
1: Starling Marte. Starling Marte. That's one.
2: Um, Ahmed Rosario, David Wright. That's two, that's three. So we have four out of ten. You do. Is Pete?
0: Yep. Five. Okay. So now we gotta go back. Yeah, we gotta go back. We gotta go back, back, back. And you gotta remember
1: interleague League plays like it's from ninety. Only ninety seven. Yeah, only ninety seven. Dave Malicki. First game ever put the two Should teams. we
3: let the listeners choose what John's punishment is? They can, uh, they they can get well, first we have to get us this
0: right. Yeah. Shots on there? We so we can't guess wrong. Is that if you thing? guess, we have five you got
2: guess five wrong guesses and then you lose.
1: Okay, I, oh, I want to guess Piazza just because it's like <laughs> just by logic, RBI is great but, against the Yankees.
0: But here's the thing, but John's grinning, so there's gonna be a lot of randos on here. yeah. And we weren't alive for most of these, we were alive for all of them, but we weren't conscious
1: baseball watchers for at least a handful of these. Yeah, was the Day Sung Ku game? Was that a uh, nope? Not a, a walk, walk off. off. Okay, no. that was not
2: Is that a... one. No, I know that he was, was that was also walk-off. not a guess. We were Is that one? okay? Yeah.
1: By the way, stop like thinking
2: out loud and throwing throwing names out there. Those are guesses. Okay, okay, so you, that's you, the you last fine. one. Well, I'm not gonna count that well, one. Control cool.
1: yourself and don't acknowledge it. No, no, no. That's <laughs> fine. That's fine. He's yeah. right. <laughs> control I say, yourself. I, I
0: genuinely like don't have the next one in my mind. Like I don't have one popping. I just want to say I'm gonna say
1: Mike Piazza.
2: No. Okay. You're thinking of the Ramiro Mendoza home run. That was okay. But there was one in that game that you're missing. Okay. 1998. Brian, yes, please. we got, Brian? Yes. Brian's a big Devils fan. He still. Is, I asked Brian last year they need five Devils from the 2000 team, and I'm still waiting for five Devils. So go ahead, Brian. Let's I'm hear it. What the heck was this?
0: is it Louis? Lof-
2: yes, Lof- that's has- the toughest one. Louis. Never, 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 yeah. never, never, never. I I... Yes, that's the one that they're missing. That was the great game. Is it Matt Franco? Yes, it is. Okay. You guys have three left. Yeah. You're not getting them.
1: We're not getting them. Not.
2: Getting I mean, them. you have four. You still have four guesses. You're not.
1: Go ahead. Can I just throw out names if I think well, of them, James? I guess, but I mean, good job, Brian. That was big. I'm good for one. That Luis was good. Lopez. I literally don't know who yeah. that guy. Me is. neither. Matt Franco is a good middle one. Middle infielder. Middle infielder. Luis Lopez. Is oh, I thought Lopez. you were giving yeah. us a hint of a middle infielder. I'm like, All oh. right. I'm gonna
2: give you. I think I
1: know this. A give me years. Just give me like a year. All right.
2: 99. Uh, 99 was Matt Franco. Okay. All right. I'm gonna give you years. So the Mets swept the Yankees at Shea Stadium in 2004. And it is not Richard Hidalgo who had the massive series. Go for it. It's also not Ty Wington Mike Cameron. No. Oh, okay. Three more guesses. Oof.
1: I got I got a weird guess. If it's a 2004 guy, it's just like a weird guess.
2: I'll give you a clue also. I'll, I'll, I'll oblige you. Okay. He played for both the Mets and the Yankees, this guy. Kareem Garcia. No, the other one. Who's the other one Who's of the, the two of them that came team? over? By the way, you got what? Well, that's two left. Yeah, the, the great 2004? rookie who came up for the Yankees hit a bunch of home runs when he came up. Oh. No outfielder. Initials, both. No, I, yeah. Yeah. Shane Spencer.
1: Oh. Did he have one of them?
2: Yes, he did. Wow. Okay. All right. So, okay. you know what? I give that to you. That's two years.
1: You got I two could, more. I couldn't find that name. Okay. Give us the other years 2011
2: and 2013.
1: Oh, we should be. able. Yeah, we should be able to get those. The 2011 game, names Ronnie out.
2: Paulino tied the game up Ronnie with a big Paulino. hit. Wow. And then who walked it off? Okay, so wait. So I think
1: it yeah.
2: Helps. I wear his jersey to the beach because I don't mind getting it messed up. Jason Bay. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Don't, you, I'm done giving yeah, you guys you don't clues. Give us now. I'm, I'm digging I that, my that, own that, grave that, here. That was 2011. That was 2011. The 2013. The 2013. The 2013
0: think about the
1: 2013
2: It's a bad, bad yeah. team. It's a really bad team. This really year, the Mets swept the Yankees all four games they played.
3: I was at this game.
2: You know? Do you know who had the walk off hit? I can't remember. Oh,
1: no, because you can answer.
2: You can answer. I can't
3: remember. I just. All, I remember everything about that game. I remember it was a rain delay. Yeah, I remember RV. I got invited to the game like forty minutes, like forty minutes into this the game, but it hadn't started.
1: This is man, God. I if don't know. We have
0: two guesses. We have to give two guesses from the twenty thirteen starting lineup. You, you just guess one. We'll just each guess one. I really gave them a lot of answers. So. You did. If they, you gave us the hardest ones. This I is did. Good.
2: did.
1: Just say something. Grindgall oh, always
2: That was easily the toughest one.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. Like, yeah, not not I mean, Matt that's Franco, That's yeah. a great game. I think Matt Franco is really
3: good. I thought it was. I'm, I'm not like going to say because I don't uh, know. Right, you crazy. have like 60 yeah. more yeah. seconds. Yeah, <laughs> we
1: can't do this much longer. Just throw out a name, James. Put it on me. Put the pressure on me. Say a name.
0: Not, I can't even think of a name now. I'm just blank on everything.
1: 2013. Yeah. Ooh.
2: Terry Collins, manager.
1: All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a crazy name out there. <laughs> do it,
2: John Mayberry Jr. No, okay. no. 2015 Mets. Next. Oh, 2015.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. 2013. How obscure is this?
3: Not that obscure at all. Oh, okay. I thought it was really. Is it obscure. not that obscure or is it not obscure? I'm I'm done helping you yeah, guys. Yeah, that's
1: fair. That's fair. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, Go for it. Just do it.
2: Lucas do
0: that.
1: Yes! yes!
3: <laughs> <laughs> I said that when well, that was my yeah. game. <laughs> Let's go. Yes. Oh my God. Right. Listeners, help us think of a funny punishment oh, for no. John. We, we,
1: won't do, we won't do two too much. We won't make it. We John will him real screw him up. He
3: helped
0: us a John lot gave us like 7. <laughs> yeah, We've had ten, Mark and I have each had to do one punishment in this podcast. I had to eat nine hot dogs and nine innings. Mark had to wear a tuxedo for That's a full true. game.
1: We got well, John will do something fair.
0: We'll do yeah, something. Something yeah. fair. Nothing to ruin his life at home. He's got the kid No.
2: That's true. All, okay, right, that estimate, All, right, estimate, yeah, All right, let's get that to when you do the
1: series. All right, so
2: Cardinals coming in, Cardinals staff, seventh lowest strikeout rate. Mets as a team, offensively, fifth lowest strikeout rate. So it's very simple. How many strikeouts will the Cardinals have pitching-wise in this three-game series? Okay. Now you guys check out the pitching matchups. Yeah,
1: I'm going to look at the uh, 2023 Cardinals roster real quick. James, what are the pitching matchups? Do you have them for us? Uh, not yet. I was looking up the Cardinals uh, stats, actually. I think they have a, I think they have a lower strikeout rate. got right
0: Miles
2: now. Michaelis on Friday. The, the Lizard King. We got Adam Wainwright. God. Hopefully for the last time. I'd, I'd love to
1: end his career.
2: <laughs> and Matthew Liberator. acquired oh, for Randy. Not a, good Not, a good Not a good
1: trade. trade. Not, a good Not
0: a good trade. trade. Not a good no, trade. I mean, trade. Usually trading with the Rays wins are pretty bad. <laughs> yeah,
1: Uh. Yeah. okay. I think I have a number. How many strikeouts they're going to get of just us? just starting pitching or the whole no, team? No, the whole team. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Of
2: us. Steven Matt's might come out of the bullpen. Steven Matz might come out of the bullpen. I got
1: my number. I think. All right, you guys are
2: gonna have to shout them out. Yeah, yeah. I
1: think I think I have mine right, too. Count down.
2: All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Nineteen.
0: Ooh, wow. 18. We've been kind We've of the tie. close. We've been close. save wavelength here. Yeah, Man. shout out the Red Sox.
1: Yeah, I mean, all right. Now talking about these uh, these rosters here, their pitching is bad.
0: We yeah, we'll we have to be contrite about the Cardinals here, while not while not trying to do anything that's gonna maybe do anything bad to the Mets. Yeah. They they are having a, a season that's pro- likely below their expectations. How I will phrase it. Yes. As of right now, the Cardinals have, I believe, it is the third worst record in baseball and the worst in the National League, only better than the Royals and the Oakland Athletics. The so scorching red hot Oakland Athletics. Yes. Don't let the A's get hot. No, they've they have the the win streak has officially ended though. That's an as of tonight. So That's they've now s- just won seven out of eight games. Okay. All right. Well, listen, all good things come to an end at some yes. point. And team leader, future Hall of Famer Nolan Arenado was very, 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 um, what story I'm looking for here. Uh, disgruntled after the game, yeah, after their game on Wednesday, saying that you can't just cause a bad stretch anymore. This, we're just playing bad baseball. I think it's true. Yeah, I think the guys in the clubhouse can turn it around, but I really don't
1: know. Yeah, and I mean, like me and you, we we speak about baseball all the time off the podcast. The Cardinals, we looked at this team. We're like, I just don't get it. No, I don't understand the hype. Like well, there's also, there's flaws. Also, as we say this, they're only they're only uh, eight and a half games out of first place in National League Central. Yeah, I mean it's a joke it's division. A, it's, a, it's a fake division. Yeah, but like like the the pitchers that we said, like we know Adam Wainwright, but he is the, a shell of himself. One hundred percent. The Cardinals, the, the NL Central. Every single team has negative
0: run differential. Nice. Yeah,
1: that's the signs of good baseball. Yep. Negative right. run differential. The
0: Cubs have the best run differential, negative one, and they're in fourth place. You got anybody interesting with the Car- Cardinals? Nothing interesting. I mean,
1: the Jordan Cardinals. Walker. Luke and Baker's up. Yeah, that's an interesting player. The Cardinals
0: hitters are amazing, like top top to bottom. They're they're have yeah. a really good oh, roster. Is great.
1: Their offense is solid. Jordan Walker, young rookie, started the year up, got sent down, came back up, looks a lot better now. Looks solid, just a freak. He was taken in the 2020 MLB draft at uh, a high school. You have, of course, Met Killer Paul DeYoung, who's definitely gonna hit a home run. Just a lot. I think,
0: I think Jordan Walker has now retaken the mantle from Francisco Alvarez for youngest position player in the league. He's still might, 20, yeah. right? No, he's 21. He's a few. Oh, he's he's a few months younger though. though. Francisco Alvarez, 21 and a half. Walker turned 21 like just before the season began. I think you open the season at 20, maybe. But you have
1: um not-catcher-catcher Wilson Contreras, because their manager themselves said he can't catch.
0: And then he said he, they said he couldn't catch. He had a great week of hitting when he wasn't catching, and then they put him back at catcher, and he, and he, he has stopped hitting since. Yeah. Ironically. It, I don't know what's going on in St. Louis. There's an organization that's really become accustomed to success, and now they're facing just a hair of adversity for the first time in a generation, and they're losing their minds. And let
1: me tell you something. I'd love to make them lose their minds even more. I'd love to stomp on their throats. I just... I... Hate the Cardinals well, so so much. I mean,
0: this is this is definitely a moment where the Mets have to be the better team. Have to be. Yes. Have because be. they're facing again. We we talked about this pitching matchups. Those are not pitchers you should fear. Miles Mikolas while had a very good season last year. When you're kind of a location artist without good stuff, your your good starts are basically you're good you're having a good season, just basically having a really good streak of luck, being able to really finish, compete. Um, Repeat your mechanics, have good command, but command's not something that's very sticky.
1: Adam Wainwright I mean, throws 82.
0: Yeah, but still is a great curveball, and he's still going to walk into the stadium. I'm still going to want to claw my eyes out, but <laughs> it's you just, just got to beat this team. And in terms of interesting guys, I'm going to look at their bullpen right now because definitely do some interesting relievers. I mean, back you always there.
1: have Jordan Hicks who throws 106. Yeah,
0: he does. He, Jordan Hicks, though, hung out with him at the Ohio State tailgate. Definitely not the friendliest guy. I've ever <laughs> met. Ryan Helsley was really cool. He's not going to pitch in the series on the IL. Shout out Ryan Helsley, but yeah, Jordan Hicks was was not a good hang. Yeah, that's... genuinely not. And otherwise I mean like I don't even know like
2: the the powder blues on Sunday will be a treat for everybody. Do they wear the yeah. powder
1: blues on the road?
2: I think they do. Yeah. Okay. Uh what was it? Father's Day 2019 they were here. They are great jerseys. And they wore them. Yeah. They we saw the Blue jerseys. Jays powder blues a few a uh, few weeks ago. Every team should have a powder blue, I think. Yeah. I don't care the color scheme. Yeah, just, just get the powder slap blue. Slap the logo on, on the powder blue. blue. Get the powder blue. Also, me, day.
0: shout out Nolan Gorman. He was a high-end yeah. prospect, who then kind of fell by the wayside because people were concerned with his strikeout rate. He still has a 30% strikeout rate in the major leagues, but he has developed into being one of the best power hitters in the league so far. They also still have Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah, Nolan Arenado. Former
1: MVP. Nolan Arenado started the year so insanely cold, and, now and he's, quite he's good. just back to being like, oh, remember when you guys thought I was dead? Uh, no, I'm, I'm good now again, and everything's back to normal with him. Their offense will definitely swing it, without a doubt. But if we just treat their pitchers like they are, we should be fine.
0: Yeah, ready to go to the series, ready to, ready to win some baseball games, ready to turn the season around after right. a big Subway series.
1: Anyways, I think that's pretty much it for this episode of the Mets Up podcast. We we went long. We talked a lot. but a lot of tangents. Guys, Yeah, a lot of tangents. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. Subscribe, download, follow, all that good stuff, at Mets Up on all social media. James, where can they find you? James underscore Shiano. At Giraffe Neck Mark with a C. We'll catch you guys for a Father's Day episode against the St. Louis Cardinals. Peace out. Peace
0: out. See you guys next time.